Hey, this is Chris Hopkins. I want to welcome y'all back for the uh, second episode of Hot Topics. I am blessed with the presence of uh, Brian Smith and Charles Newby, also known as uh, Charles at Large. Uh, hey, two uh, comedy uh, monsters here in Chattanooga joining me in the studio. So we go about to act a fucking ass in here. Got uh, MMA referee Todd Augusta joining us by phone here shortly. All um, right. Yeah, yeah, he's a great UFC referee. He's uh, done a lot of local MMA fights in uh, Ohio. He's also an Ohio uh, State Highway Patrolman. Just really uh-huh. cool all around dude. Uh, uh, another fun fact, his uh, index finger has an additional knuckle so he can really get up there. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, the funniest shit you saying that um, I was uh, in the <laughs> MMA <laughs> Funniest shit, I was getting fingered <laughs> by a UFC ref. And boy, howdy, just my pants flew right off that of my That affliction ass. shirt just got ripped Not in half. <laughs> okay, so when we used to do the fighter meetings, and I think Todd was one of the ones who told me I learned what checking the oil was. Like in an MMA or a wrestling match like college you know, amateur wrestling, if you stick your finger in somebody's butt, that's checking the oil. And it's illegal, but I've seen videos with people doing it. So um, we advise you to check the oil only if you're going to Valvoline or if you're at uh, AutoZone. <laughs> or if you're into that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, if, if the other person needs the oil check, they consent to an oil check. You can go ahead and check the oil transmission fluid. Anything y'all can consent to, Hop Topics agrees with. But don't be going around checking oil uh, just out the blue in the middle of the fight. Yeah, you get but what disqualified. Ha- what, what happens after, uh, a- after uh, the fight when they're just just like, hey, uh, I checked your oil, and uh, uh, you're a little low. Uh, hey, they they get was, a room together? Was, <laughs> hey, hey, I was checking your oil, and uh, I... like I Your viscosity. I, a, I think I found a lump. <laughs> Ooh, oh, that's serious. Uh, I want to see what... Oh, God, I'm sure there's got to be footage somewhere of uh, someone checking Brock Lesnar's oil in, like, Ooh. collegiate-level wrestling. Because, like, have you seen the video of Brock Lesnar uh, winning the NCAA championship? I think it was in, like, 2000, 2001, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, like, he's a big dude now, but, like, this was when he was, like, 22 years old. He was yeah. fucking huge. Like, the biggest dude. And I just want to see, like, someone try and check his oil, and then he just, like, pinches their finger off with his I found him. I'm about to throw it back to you because I got something for you. The funny thing uh-huh. is, is like Brock won a title, but he wound up losing to a dude named Stephen Neal, who didn't even play football in college. He was such a badass that he was just a wrestler in college and then wound up going to play for the New England Patriots and then won a couple rings after that. But to get back on the wrestling tip, my old boo, Ronda Rousey, is now part of the WWE Not anymore. Not She's anymore. not in the WWE? Uh, she was. She was briefly the uh, Raw Women's Champion. Yeah. Uh, Becky Lynch made her go home? Uh, she broke her hand oh. in the match with Becky Lynch. Uh, I think she was, like, throwing a bomb wrong or something. She can't uh, punch. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm sorry, Ronda. She has the... No, I'm not. I'm not fucking sorry. I'm not. No, get me motherfucking started on Ronda. Ronda Rousey is a goblin-faced fucking tro- fucking bridge troll who has no goddamn. No, she lost in UFC and twice, and then her entire career was ruined. So the only thing this dumb bitch could do is go into my beloved professional wrestling and spend a year ruining it. 
And the dumb bitch can't wrestle. Dumb bitch can't talk. Dumb bitch. Every time she opens her mouth, fucking Holly Holmes' foot just flies out of the ether and gets caught in her teeth like fucking broccoli. I motherfucking. I hate that bitch so much. I hate Ronda Rousey so. I would. If Ronda Rousey was on fire, I would not piss on her to put her the fuck out. No, don't be shy, man. Tell me how you really feel about. I don't like her. (laughs) I'm not a fan. Uh. No, Ronda, uh, Ronda did very poorly in WWE, and then she broke yeah. her hand, and now word on the street is her contract has lapsed, and uh, she's trying to start a family with uh, uh, that can of Spam she's married to. Uh, dude looks like a fucking brown Travis can of Spam. Brown. <laughs> Travis Brown looks like a goddamn can of Spam. He might, he might be packing a can That's a lot of spam. spam. <laughs> That's all you need, man. Shit. Oh, no. He's definitely down with the thickness. Ooh. It's not about length, it's about girth. No! It's so funny because there's another guy who, he's not fighting anymore. He's actually doing comedy now, uh, Brendan Schaub. And I think he's basically, he's benefiting from, you know, the help of Joe Rogan a couple of Brendan's cool. But uh, Brendan had Ronda first. He actually had a joke. I guess the thing is Eskimo Brothers, if you've both had sex with the same girl, <laughs> and then he was having problems with Dana White, and he was like, well, you know, Dana, we're Eskimo Brothers because there's rumors that Dana messed with Ronda too. So, man, it's like Ronda went from the top of the world to really kind of stressed out, but I still got love for her. I think she just came in, made her money, and is, is going to go does, ahead and bow out gracefully. What does that say about Ronda Rousey that—what uh, does that say about Ronda Rousey that uh, she— has fucked now what two MMA fighters and potentially Dana White and she can't suck a dick well enough to keep a career. Well, she should holler at me and I'll go ahead and teach her them skills. (laughs) (laughs) Come Rhonda. Yeah, we got the whole Chris Hopkins school of technology for that. Teach you how to work your tongue and all that good things. (laughs) 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 Becky Lynch can come through too. Man, (laughs) like Becky Lynch on the real, I wouldn't fuck with her though. She, she looks like legit mean and she's Irish. So, you know, she's shit faced, drunk and ready to fight all the time. I'll take, I'll get me started on Irish girls. I'll take, that ass whooping oh yeah. yeah oh gingers are my weakness so i don't give a fuck give me yeah. give me a drunk crazy ginger <laughs> as opposed to some boring girl who colors within the lines and like doesn't fart in public and chews her food with her mouth closed fuck yeah. that just, oh yeah i just i just uh, I, I i think a lot i think a lot of guys uh not only in their early 20s but in their 30s uh they uh they put women with a good credit score by the wayside and that's that's not what you want to do <laughs> Get the girls with the uh, good credit score and just, uh, you know, get, get them in there with a uh, nice rib and fried dinner and then uh, and then just uh, tongue punch it. Just see what happens. Just see where it goes. Man, I am too irresponsible for women <laughs> with good credit score. I'm just, I'm just responsible enough for, like, the kind of girl that, like, definitely has a knife. That's my type. <laughs> Just one knife or uh, see, Man, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying so hard not to not to talk about this on the air, but I started comedy with a girl after I broke up with a girl that always has a knife. This girl is still driving me crazy. I wouldn't have no material if it wasn't for her. But man, yeah, girls with girls with a knife for fun until they pull the knife on you. That's that's the fun. <laughs> that's where the fun starts. I, I I I ended up getting in a fight with a uh, a girl I was on and off again for uh, four years, and uh, it it was kind of fifty fifty whether she was Jewish or not, and uh, 
one day I'd had a little bit too much to drink, kind of like today. And, uh, yeah, I just, I decided, we, we got in a fight, and I told her, uh, why don't you just stick your head in the oven, since you just want to act a fucking fool. And, uh, she, uh, she punched me in the nose. Hard Ooh. as fuck. And, uh, it was on that day I, le- I learned a very valuable lesson. That uh, she was the bear Jew? No, I, it, it, it was, uh, learn to block. Yeah, oh, yeah, got to keep them hands yeah. up. But did you check your credit score before you made the oven comment? <laughs> oh hell no, I didn't know what credit score was. Then. <laughs> God, <laughs> not one thirty four. It was it was eight seven seven cash now. <laughs> the eight seven seven was good until you had to throw the cash now in. That wasn't. That Ooh. wasn't. Uh, ooh, that kind of dropped it off. I mean, honestly, having a uh, having a JG Wentworth. Uh, <laughs> having, having a JG Wentworth uh, girlfriend would be like. Has that JG Wentworth money? <laughs> well, you know, some money somewhere. She might not have it yet, but it's coming. That's best, better than an EBT She's, girl. Well, she has a structured settlement, and she needs cash now. <laughs> hey, it's better than the girl that's on a uh, Section Eight that need cash now. <laughs> my rent is my rent is thirty seven dollars. I'm trying to borrow thirty five. <laughs> Damn, man. <sighs> Man, so it's it's really great to be back in studio. It's even more amazing to have uh, both of you, Brian and Charles, in. Everybody um, to be here, man. About right. to hop to the next segment. I got a question for y'all. Either one of you guys college football fans? Uh, no, but I can play pretend. Hey, uh, not not a problem. I, I'm I'm still in the closet. Uh, uh, I'm still I'm still this many years later uh, recovering from the Lane Kiffin scandal. Ooh. Uh, and it's uh, I'm I'm very much a Tennessee fan. Uh, but at the same time, I I'm just every time I see a Florida fan, I'm just like, God damn, I can't wait to catch your bitch ass in the fucking. Well, see, that's perfect. That's a perfect segue. I'm uh, Last week, I talked about uh, the Georgia Tech uh, Yellow Jackets. I've been down south almost six years now, and yeah. Ohio State's just starting to get annoying. I can't really be uh, a Buckeye fan this far away, so I'm interviewing teams down south. And this week, I'm looking at the, uh, the Tennessee Volunteers. I'm hoping that the new coach can get stuff together. Um, full disclosure, my dad's best friend, uh, Anthony Wilson, ran track for Tennessee in the 70s. He passed away from a brain aneurysm, and uh. they still have the uh, um, the most outstanding Tennessee track athlete and an um, a invitational track meet named for uh, Tony Wilson. So that's one one big plus. Um, I like the orange uniforms. You can go hunting in them after after you get done playing the game. <laughs> Honestly, that's why Tennesseans <laughs> love their team so much. That's why they chose orange is so these hillbillies can be like, all right, we're going to go out. It's 6 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning. We're going to go out. We're going to murder a deer with a gun <laughs> and then tie it to the car, come back. We're going to put the game on and uh, gut a gear, gut a deer while we say a bunch of fucking <laughs> terrible things about 19-year-olds. Tennessee fans are great because uh, the, the, you, can, you can take them out on the hunt. And they'll be listening to the game on a little AM FM radio, and then all of a sudden the deer will stick his head in the little hut and be like, What's the score? <laughs> and you be like, Man, Bama's kicking our ass again. <laughs> deer would be like, Good, I got money on Bama. And that's how deer get shot. Fucking I think hell. I think between Alabama and Florida, it's 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 kind of like uh, do, do you want it in the mouth or do you want it in the butt? You know, when mm. it when it comes to dealing with these teams, it's just like Alabama is so close to the Gulf, and it's just like, you know, if they're not... Well, last I heard, Alabama's entire team, like, they manufacture them, like, they're all, like, 
kids that are coming up out of the oil-soaked nightmare that is the Gulf of Mexico. They're fucking oh. orcs, man. Up through, yeah, yeah, they're all fucking orcs. Damn. They're coming up through, like, they're the lame afterbirth of uh, all these oil spills, and we have Damn. these fucking mutant coastal children, and they want to play fub out. Well, Jimmy the Greek Snyder got got fired for saying why Alabama is good. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the remnants of slavery. I don't give a fuck. Where the fuck Ooh. else you gonna find ten big ass black dudes that six foot seven, three hundred fifty pounds that can run? That shit. I don't know where there's like there's like five people in the whole state of Alabama, and that's where all the football players come from. The state of New York has like fifty million people and like has produced one football player. But man, they go back in them backwoods and find them damn Alabama just ridiculous ass athletes i just know from when i was playing football up north in ohio we would look at a team from down south to see how big and dark they were and if they was too big and too dark i might have to pull my hamstring in the, in the, in the pregame or something it's like i gotta be at work on monday obamacare does not cover getting fucked up by these big ass hey i got to keep it real man man and i i graduated from a high school that had that particular breed of fucking mutant. Because, uh, 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 well, I, I'm from here in Chattanooga, and I graduated from uh, Tyner High School. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, which Tyner How High School. How the hell? Right? Well, you went to Tyner? What? Yeah, I graduated from Tyner. I did, no wonder you're fucking funny as shit. Yeah, yeah I God did four damn. years. I did four years on the inside. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Tyner High School or Tyner State Penitentiary. It's both. <laughs> it's both. But the band is good. The band. That's the, the first oh, high school we have the best band. ever seen. We have do the do best. Do I, I will say, motherfucking uh, Tyner High School's band has the best goddamn yeah. high school level band in the world, hands down. Uh, and we used to have a really good football team. And uh, one year, I got to see, uh, I got to see the racial thing happen one year firsthand because uh, Tyner always had like a huge rivalry with uh, Central, mm-hmm. which I can understand why because we were the Tyner Rams and they're the Central Purple Pounders. Well, so on, we wait, were wait, both trying. I had a question for the Chattanooga natives. Why did Central name their mascot after a sex toy? Like a purple I, pounder, you you get that from you get that at the sex shop. I, I've, I've seen I, one. I am pretty sure that that was the second draft of the name. The first one was the Central Purple Headed Yogurt Slingers. <laughs> uh, but uh, like we had a rivalry with Central, and when I was in high school, Central was like that was the suburban school. That's where yeah. all the white kids with money went. And then we had Tyner, which is where you know, all of the uh, black kids that were in that particular neighborhood when yeah. we happened to have the uh, best football coach in the region, Coach T. And uh, uh, we would have our crosstown rivalry game because mm-hmm. we were both in the same uh, division. And uh, before the game, we were it was our homecoming game that year. And uh, we, you know, were up against Central. And... Uh, Right before the game, like the day before, a couple days before, they apparently a bunch of the kids from Central snuck into the campus and just spray painted racial slurs all over everything, and like set parts of the field on fire and stuff. It was gnarly, but uh, we had. You still set that fire for that game? Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that it's like. You know, it, it's essentially a racial fuel, but at the same time, by God, by goddamn, if you're not lit, yeah, at that game, like, oh. yeah. Oh no, uh, I was 
Uh, I was actually a good kid. I was never drunk at any games. But I went to this game, and I got to watch uh, a bunch of dudes like, oh, man, I was 15, 16 years old, and I'm in class with dudes that are fucking 6'4", 6'5", 6'4", 6'5", 260, 270, fucking huge dudes. And I'm pretty sure I saw a kid from Central get hit so hard he can't do math anymore. Could he do math before? I, I don't, probably because he was from Central. <laughs> This is true. Tyner's actually, it's like Tyner Academy. They've got a little bit of a, a math and sciences program. Yeah, uh, it was, uh, it became a STEM school. It became a STEM school and then. He hit him that hard, it became a STEM school? Yeah. Fuck. Hey, that's that's some good shit. But just driving through the city and just kind of what I know about the history, like driving by Howard High School, that shit looks like lean on me. It looks like they got like, <laughs> yeah. like they got metal detectors yeah. in the lunchroom, metal detectors in the bathroom. And Howard looks rough as hell. Yeah, no, no shit though. Uh, yeah, my, my Howard. Room. Howard is Chattanooga's forgotten child, and oh. it's actually really depressing. Well, uh, I, one of my my roommate currently, his name is John Demergen. He's a fantastic music teacher. Uh, he has taught at Howard extensively over the past year, mm-hmm. and uh, will probably be teaching at Orchard Knob very very soon. Oh wow! Uh, that you, you know, you know, Big John. Yeah, M- Mr. Golden Pipes himself, just that 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 wicked tongue. Yeah, that guy. Oh man, he's the best. And then you, you, you've got Mr. Ar- Armenian uh, uh, su- Southern dialect himself in the middle of uh, in the middle of Howard or Orchard. Nile. Wait, wait, wait! You said Armenian with the Southern dialect. So you got a country fried Kardashian? You damn skip! <laughs> I didn't know. I, I, I when he when we started hanging out, I knew nothing but the Kardashians. And then one day he was like, "You know they're Armenian." I'm like, "Aren't you Armenian? Like your brother?" He's like, "Yeah." And then next thing I know, it's just like we're 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 playing like not necessarily D and D, but it's just like it's like fantasy football, but with Armenians. Versus versus the Middle East and being like, all right, from the OJ scandal up until this, where are we at? And it's just like, oh man, I, I've got enough here to like, uh, probably you want to scratch off. So we'll just go from there. Well, I tell you what, uh, this has been Chris Hopkins. We're going to come up on our first break and get set up. We're going to come back with Todd Augusta. Then we got uh, more from Charles and Brian, and we'll see if uh, Charles get that uh, guitar fired up for us. Oh, uh, be careful what you wish. Oh, I'm wishing. And uh, we'll be right back here at uh, uh, Hop Topics, and uh, see y'all in, uh, in about a few seconds. Just that nigga smoking blunt, so he spitting that game. Used to call me 420, but that shit all the same. I'm all in, man, like Texas Hold'em. I see 5 patrolling, Where? but they ain't Where? fucking with me. Cause I didn't finish my weed and hit my drink in my seat. I breeze easily. All right, I want to welcome y'all back to uh, uh, segment two of uh, Hop Topics for this week, uh, episode two. I apologize. We had some uh, technical difficulties. We couldn't get Todd Augusta on this week, but he will be joining us uh, next week uh, for the uh, next week's podcast. Also, uh, while I got this uh, time, I want to say uh, thank you to our people at uh, Scratch House and uh, Freedom Automotives. Uh, go see Nate down there in uh, Center Point Drive. Get Woo. your car taken care of, and if you're uh, walking around, get you a new one. <laughs> All right, let's uh, go ahead All and right. uh, jump back into the fun. We've yeah. got Charles Newby. He's a... Uh, all set up with his guitar, about to uh, bless us with some uh, good music here. So, Charles, let us know what you're about to uh, hit us with. This is some bullshit. I always fucking forget. I wasn't no bullshit. (laughs) I always forget your talented. So you you accidentally (laughs) play guitar better than most people who claim to be great guitar. 
Well, I'm pretty sure I had a stroke a couple of years ago, and then you know, everything's just kind of the same after a while. <laughs> I'll be honest. Uh, I, I've, I've been playing guitar. It's, I, first time I got a guitar, I was probably eight years old. I got mm-hmm. it, it wasn't really a silver tone, but it's one, it one of those little. Uh, what I, what I now refer I, I over the years. Let's see, I'm 34 now, so. So let's say uh, if I got it when I was eight, so 18 is 10 years, 20 is 20 years, so like, I don't know, 25 years or so. Oh, wow, yeah. I've been playing oh. a minute, and it was sad as I should be better than I am. <laughs> I should be doing all kind of stuff like that. But, uh, man, I, same thing I tell, I've had probably over 100 students over the years, and it's just, all, all I want to do is just destroy the system. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it comes down to. Like, at the end of the day, like, uh, this little single coil pickup right here, that's just a magnet. I'm on a piece of wood. This little guitar is only 120 bucks, but I've, I've owned Gibsons. I've owned uh, Cord, not Cords. I've owned PRS, you know, just all, all the top dollar stuff. And uh, all that shit's just going to get stolen. <laughs> so that, that when my when I take my Mesa Rectorbird 50 and my uh, Orange Cab, both of which are like, damn near $2,000 now on resale because they're in real good condition. Uh, I'm not leaving the house with that for at least $500. So they're just like, well, who should bring your guitar? Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring the $120 guitar. Yeah. I'm going to bring the PV. <laughs> so y'all get some good, y'all pay some good guitar money, then you get the good guitars. Yeah, that's, that's how it goes. I, I've tracked everywhere from, uh, I've got some buddies who've tracked all over the world. Uh, before I even did comedy, I, 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 I fucked with a lot of guys who've, uh, I, a good buddy of mine, David Long, mm-hmm. uh, fantastic musician, has no idea what chords he's playing. <laughs> and he just, he, 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 write, he writes some of the best songs I've ever heard. Hopefully, uh, real, here, here real soon, he's going to be moving to Austin with his band and, uh, going to be doing the Don Royale project. But, uh, uh, locally I did, uh, Romanticide. I've done, uh, Unprotected Rex, which was in this very studio, uh, Breaker like, 17. Yeah, Breaker 17. Uh, doing all kind of stuff. Beautiful and, uh, Fort Oglethorpe, uh, oh, Georgia. Man. Ain't nothing like North Georgia. You, you you wouldn't believe the glimmer on them shards. Let me tell you. But uh, man, I've been, I've been playing a while, and I, I got to tell you, man, at the end of the day, it's just a it's a it's a magnet on the piece of wood. I got a uh, Jesus. What am I playing today? I got like none. This is a Sundown Telecaster. With a maple neck, uh, I call it ruby red, but it's just it's just a little hundred. I don't even give a shit if this thing gets stolen. Uh, I, I hope it doesn't happen, but uh, yeah, we're running we're running uh, straight into the board and some of the best software that I've never heard of. <laughs> and uh, so uh, yeah, we'll just we'll just take it from there. We'll, do well hold little, on we'll one do second. Let me go ahead and uh, pick your brain a little bit before you yeah, get man. started. What were some of your influences or inspiration to uh, dedicate yourself to uh, music for 25 years and, ooh, you know, put ooh, the time in? Ooh, I know oh. this one. I know this one. Ooh, <laughs> let's, let's hear what Brian has ooh, to say. Ooh. Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I really didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't really mess with drugs until uh, after high school, believe it or not. It was uh, after I lost my virginity, everything went downhill. Uh and that this, you know, uh, you, you've heard this bit before. We're going to do it anyway. Uh, you ever just look at yourself in the mirror and you're just like, God damn, I'm overweight. I'm a borderline alcoholic. I'm I'm making pizzas for a living. You know, I just, I don't know where my life's going. And I just, I lost my virginity to Savage Garden. Look what it did to me. <laughs> <laughs> the birth of a comedian. <laughs> look what it did to me. Uh, no, if, it man, you feel, uh, if it makes you feel any better, uh... I, I, I've never told this story out loud. 
uh, when I lost mine, I had put on, like, my study playlist, because I was like, because, <laughs> like, I had some, like, fun stuff on it, so yeah. I put that on and uh, forgot everything that was in it, and as we are getting down to business, a techno remix of the fucking Tetris theme starts. <laughs> so, uh, no, like, I am, I am about to be inside of another human being for the first time, <laughs> and... Uh, this fucking Stephen Hawking voice comes up and goes, "Let's play some Tetris, motherfucker." Boom, da boom, da boom. Well, see, that got you in the mindset of fitting stuff in the small little crevices. You see, that's what you needed there. Get your mind right. The problem is, mine's one of those Z pieces. So when you completed the level, which rocket did you get? Ah, fuck The it. Soyuz. Right, we'll, we'll do a little guitar. We're on a telecaster today for anybody uh, asking questions. For the so dorks. We're going to just do a little swell. We're going to go into E. We're going to go uh, We're gonna go A major pentatonic. And there's a little blues in there. Nice man, it makes I me miss when uh, I was actually in a band. Um, I love being in a band. It's just there's a it, God. It is it, 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 there's nothing like having like three to six motherfuckers being like, all right, when can our girlfriends let us be here? It just it sucks, man, because it's just like there, there's there, there there's the kind of connection you have with music that you can't have having sex, but then like. You gotta have sex, so like, where do you find yourself? And then, you know, I, I do comedy stuff with music and things like that. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a borderline sound engineer myself. Not like the guy who's working it right now, who's actually a uh, witch. What do you call? He's uh, a witch. No, a, a professional. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like he's I said, act, a witch. He's an actual musician, but uh, man, it's just it's just something about it. It's just like I, I'm a big fan. Like I I started off I, like I grew up on the Beatles and the Doors. Mm-hmm. Like every every it, when I go around the house, like you know, everyone's just always on my ass. Be like, oh wow, you can draw, you can paint, you can cook, you can do music. You're a poet and all this other bullshit. And I'm just like, man, I, I, I anything I can pay my mortgage with, fuck, fucking donate that shit. Fuck it, I got a Venmo. Yeah, that's the hardest thing for creative people is how to monetize that shit. And, and it sucks because like there's computers doing Speak stuff. Speak for I'll yourself. I'm fucking do. loaded now. See, we, we, <laughs> we need the uh, the Bobby Anderson uh, how-to book. That's what we, we, oh, need to, we need that book to come out. Man, the Bobby Anderson how-to book. It's just one page. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's someone, has, someone has written in crayon, get the money <laughs> Bitch. Get paid, bitch. Get there you paid. have it. That's all the advice you need right there. Get, get the money. Now, okay, now while, while we over here, uh, over here, Brian, I want to talk to you. Um, right. Bobby Anderson, for those who may not know, is your pro wrestling character. And uh, I want to yeah. talk to you about uh, how you got involved in pro wrestling and developing of uh, Bobby Anderson and what you got coming up. Man, uh, that's actually a very interesting story. So... Uh, I worked in the pro wrestling business as a manager for a couple of years, and uh, uh, how it came to be was uh, uh, my very good friend, Lazarus Hellgate, uh, runs a circus sideshow out of Chattanooga, Subterranean Circus. They have a show coming up uh, 
uh, June 22nd, Summerween. Oh, and okay. JJ's Bohemia. It'll be a real rad time. Uh, but he approached me uh, one night because he knew I was a fan of wrestling. And they were putting on a show at JJ's called Wrestlehemia. Uh, it's something they used to do uh, when they had enough room in the back. They would pull out a wrestling ring and uh, Lazarus and a few other people would book a uh, wrestling show. Mm-hmm. And they said, hey, we need someone to do play by play commentary. We need someone to do commentary against it. We wanted a comedian. We know you're a fan. Last time we got some other comics who I will not name. Uh, that were very, very bad at it. They were very bad at it, and uh, uh, one of them almost got his ass kicked by a wrestler. And so he brought me on, and I developed the character. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Bobby Anderson, he talks like this. He's he's quick-talking. He's a producer. He's a producer. He's the greatest mind in sports history, in entertainment history, in sports entertainment history. I'm even better than that one guy. What's his name? The the Stone. No, The Rock. That's him. (laughs) Good kid. A lot of potential there. Ladies but, and gentlemen, Bobby Anderson, I love that fucking character, man. But yeah, uh, so I developed, uh, I developed that voice for that, and I developed the name because uh, it's. Uh, I named him after Bobby Heenan, who is the greatest mouthpiece in wrestling history, and Arn Anderson, who's the greatest ring general, technical wrestler of all time, one of the greatest, uh, one half of the greatest tag team of all time, uh, and then. The show went really well, and Lazarus approached me and wanted me to MC the sideshow, and I did that uh, for like three years. Uh, I had been doing the sideshow for about a year, and the strongman for the sideshow is a professional wrestler, Leroy mm-hmm. Lewis. Uh, Leroy, the drunken Irishman, Lewis, uh, uh, book him. He's very good, uh, and he was like, "Hey, why don't you come up to this uh, trash bag show and manage me?" When you say trash bag, yeah, what is that? Uh, trash bag show is uh, it's a show that should be in a trash bag. <laughs> it's like <laughs> uh, it's it's just like I watch a lot of independent wrestling. I watch a lot of like uh, I've been really on Beyond Wrestling uh, lately, uh, Wrestle Circus, Wrestling Pro Wrestling. Uh, uh, what else have I been watching a lot of? Uh, PWG, obviously, stuff like that that are like independent programs that like. They don't have pay-per-views. Yeah. So, like, that is, I would call it, like, a step below, like, the promotions that have television now. Like, Ring of Honor, Impact, WWE, uh, which is its own monster. uh, AEW, which is starting up in October. uh, um, So, like, the feeder leagues, basically, with the talents developed. Yeah. So, the ones I would call a trash bag show, and the ones I was kind of working are more like... uh, middle-aged softball leagues <laughs> it's uh I, and all the respect in the world to all the guys i work with a couple of them uh are going to be famous uh there's uh this one promotion indie promotion out west called chikara uh that's like very cartoonish and very fun and they were uh scouting a guy i know at the show uh i worked for a little while uh they didn't like him and did not even pay attention when I was out on stage. And I was at the time the only person people were buying tickets for because people would buy tickets to come and be like, hey, you suck. 
Your town sucks. I've actually been a witness to seeing uh, Bobby yeah. Anderson sell tickets. You were my I, esteemed attorney. Yeah, I was. I was. Uh, <laughs> got to get in the ring and, and, and be a bad guy for a minute and get booed, man. Getting booed as a pro wrestler is one of the highlights of my life. Man, that shit was so damn fun. I wanted to thank you for that again. Man, there is no feeling in the world like it. Like I've, I have set Bobby Anderson aside for. At least a while. I'm setting wrestling aside and sideshow aside, focus on stand up mm-hmm. and uh, other projects I've been working on. But uh, I absolutely still love it, and I'm probably going to come back to it again at some point. Just but... out of curiosity, uh, what, as as a pro wrestling fan, and you you've been in it from uh, everything from a flea market to uh, a, a a a ticket holder. Uh, where do you how, how do you think streaming? Stands when it comes to pay per view. Streaming's the future. You think streaming's the future? Um, Can you elaborate? Uh, okay, so the best example, obviously, is the WWE Network. They have their yeah. own streaming service. It's ten dollars a month, and you get every pay per view for ten dollars a month. Ten dollars a month. So I thought it was ten dollars a month, and then and then you pay for the pay per view nope. in addition to. That's how the uh, nope. UFC uh, Fight Pass worked, and then what yeah. what ES. But you, the UFC is just greedy. They they try yeah. to make you pay sixty five dollars for people you could see fighting, you know, in the Sky Zoo parking lot. Yeah, and I've seen better fights with <laughs> bum fights. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This you fight if, if you're fighting for a million dollars, that's one thing. But if you're fighting for a sandwich you haven't had in a week, by goddamn. That's different money. Yeah, yeah. I beat that's that ass lot. for that's that a, uh, that warm forty uh, uh, steel reserve two eleven. Somebody can get their head right. Give me that Ooh, gas station egg salad. I'll fuck a motherfucker. <laughs> I fuck the stores up. But yeah, uh, streaming is the future. So obviously we have the WWE Network, which mm-hmm. is the biggest thing. Uh, uh, NJPW uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling has their own streaming service, and then. Uh, one of the better examples of modern stuff is through, I think it's uh, the Fight app or whatever. Okay. Uh, All Elite Wrestling, which is uh, the Johnny Come Lately that's actually trying to stand up to WWE. They uh, ran through that, and I I paid the $60 for that pay-per-view, and it was very well spent. But streaming is going to be the future because think of all the people in you know, my age group or in our age group, really that have cable. None of them. (laughs) Nobody. I've got a joke about that. Nobody watches cable anymore. Yeah. Which is a real bummer because if I end up on Jeopardy, no one's going to see it. <laughs> oh, no, we're going to see that. We're going to see that. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Bryant, um, you got any uh, upcoming performances or anything? Uh, uh, of course, uh, open mics, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays around town. Uh, Mondays at the Honest Pint, Wednesdays at JJ's Bohemia, Thursdays at Barley. Um, my next big show uh, is going to be. Oh, shit. When is my next big show? I don't think until like. <laughs> Oh, that's what it is. It's June uh, 21st. Okay. Uh, I run a show called Chuckle Buds. It's a... Uh, yeah, on the yeah, bus. The ca- can you smoke on the bus or no? Can you actually smoke weed on the bus? I mean, if you're uh, low They key. sell it to you. You can't bring your own. Uh, oh, they, well, the I, wait, hell wait, wait, wait. I can't. Okay, I'm super confused <laughs> because I know CBD is now legal in Tennessee, yeah, but yeah. cannabis isn't. But they can sell you cannabis on... Well, uh, we're not going to say nothing about that. If I get high on the bus, I'm not going to tell on them. Yeah. So we, we will handle that. Um, it is it is definitely low concentrations. Yeah. Wink. 
No, I, I, need, <laughs> I, I, need, I, need, I need the heaviest bug we can find. But I definitely, yeah. you said June 21st, Chuckle June Buds? June 21st, Chuckle Buds. It's going to be on the Midnight Puff. It's a converted school bus. Mm-hmm. Uh, we post oh, up so in the parking lot behind oh, yeah. the terminals. So there's somewhere you can go get a drink. Yep. And, uh, uh, you know, bring your booze onto the bus. Uh, we're going to have... Uh, Oh, goodness, I forgot his name. Corey. <laughs> yeah, Corey and them. You know Corey. Corey you know, and Corey them, and yeah. used to be with Boo Boo Shay Shay and them. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Corey Perry. Uh, we're going to have Corey Perry down from Nashville. Uh, we're going to have some local talent on it, and it's going to be fucking wild. Uh, I've never had a normal show on this bus. Something weird always happens. A uh, comic almost gets in a fight with a redneck. Uh, I get called a slur. It's it's always something. <laughs> Sounds like a good wholesome time. So June twenty first, Chuckle Buds. Chuckle Buds on the Midnight Puff Bus. Gonna be parking right at the terminal downtown by the Choo Choo. If you miss it, you're gonna be disappointed. Now, Charles, I'm actually gonna throw it to you. Uh, I'm gonna wrap up, but I'm gonna have you play something as we go ahead and uh, take on off and uh, close the show. But I also need to know where can people catch Charles at large uh, coming up here soon. This is the first time in history people can find Charles at large a lot lately. Uh, so other deservedly than, so. Well, I mean, I mean, you say that, but then you know, there's only so many like uh, pyres you can go to at Catholic churches where you can confess your sins. <laughs> uh, so tonight starts the first one. Uh, so Saturday. Uh, me and Donnie Marsh uh, get to do uh, chat talk tonight. Yeah, and shout out to uh, Donnie Marsh and uh, chat talk. Uh, chat talk's been doing real well. He's got a nice uh, talk show that he does uh, monthly at the uh, Palace Theater in Chattanooga. Oh, it was, it was fantastic. Me and Bryant got to uh, do Adventure Fight there, and what I remember of it was fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to be playing uh, Alfred Hitchcock there, and I'm going to be shitting on of uh, some of your favorite directors. I'm a bit of a film fan, but uh, we've got a we've got a, we've got a bit coming up here on the 24th of June mm-hmm. at the Honest Pint on a Monday. Uh, we're going to be raising some money uh, for uh, single women and uh, single mothers in the local Chattanooga area uh, through Chattanooga Room at the Inn. And uh, next week, uh, me and Brian are going to be on uh, live TV uh, promoting Television. We got that going on. Uh, we got a few more shows coming up. I'm going to be posting. And uh, the first rendition of Charles at Large Live will be happening on July 17th. At uh, f- immediately following Free Kittens at JJ's Bohemia. It's a oh, yeah. show. And uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna get a little bit wild on that. Uh, but we got we got a bunch of stuff coming up, a bunch of different shows, and uh, I'm I'm very fortunate. I, the, the Chattanooga comedy is is one of the weirdest fucking things I've ever seen in my life, other than uh, all the times I've taken drugs. <laughs> and uh, I find myself with a very strange motley crew of individuals, and uh, I I couldn't be any happier, man. I wish I'd done this sooner. Uh, music was kind of a waste of time. No, I love Chattanooga comedy. I actually got my start at uh, Honest Pint, doing Pint Mike, uh, back when uh, Ian was running it. Uh, shout out to Ian Sharp, uh, Big Papa. And <laughs> yeah, man, we got we got a lot of stuff going on. Check out Charles at Large. Check out Brian Smith. I mean, there's there's a bunch of stuff going on. And Follow uh, me on Instagram at Mickey Louse Club. Yep. Mickey Louse Club. There's a, there's a bunch of different stuff, but uh, you know, other than that, uh, do you want to hear? You guys want some hot? What do you, what do you want from? What do you want? From I tell you Charles, what, I'm gonna man? go ahead and uh and and close the show, and then you can play whatever. You you can do. Uh, I'm coming back with a gun. 
I mean, we, we've done that a few times. I had to get the other guitar out for that. Oh, one, we're cool. So we can just, you can just, uh, I, I like, I like the sound of the electric anyway. I say, let's keep it a little low. Uh, do you guys, do you guys, are you guys fans of uh, Delta Blues? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The original form of blues. We'll just, we'll just crank it up a little bit. Well, hold on for one second before we, before we uh, ex- uh, exit on out with the blues. I want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in to episode two of uh, Hop Woo! Topics. Definitely want to thank Bryant Smith, a.k.a. Hey. Bobby Anderson, and Charles Newby, also known as uh, hey. Charles at Large, to come in. Okay, write this down. June 21st, Chuckle Buds on the uh, Midnight Puff bus. Then we've got this weekend coming up on the 15th. We've got Chat Talk. Then we've got the Charles at Large show coming up at the Free Kitten Shop. On the, the 20th, Free Kittens. me and Bryant will be on live TV promoting. What channel is that? Uh, it'll be uh, Fox. Fox. Uh, local uh, Fox affiliate. Uh, uh, Fox 11. Good morning, Chattanooga. Yeah. Good morning, Chattanooga. My name is Chris Hopkins. I want to thank y'all for tuning in and fucking with us one more week. Charles, kick it. Hey.